Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, it's our final hour. We roll till 3, coming up at about uh, 12, 15-ish or so. Uh, Wolfgang will join the show with Trent. Two fit. What did I say? He's at 12. Oh, did I? Are you going back in time, Jimmy B? Oh, God, I've been back in time so much, it's unbelievable. Uh, that's that's an everyday occurrence for me. We're going to let you bounce out of here a little early today. We'll bring in Wolfgang and uh, talk some PTL with him, talk okay. a little basketball. It is kind of a, a basketball time, you know? It, yeah, it is. We got the yeah. NBA draft Thursday. Right. We got some local connections with that. We do. Capital City League's got a couple of games mm-hmm. under their belt. Uh, one for the PTL, so yeah, no, a lot of hoops. Still no Cameron Laird sighting. And where's he at? <laughs> we asked Alice Halstead yeah. earlier. He don't know. He don't know. <laughs> well, he said he saw, yeah. saw a video, a video of him up, up there playing, practicing up at the uh, practice hoops. facility. Shooting hoops, that's it. Oh, but not man. playing in front of everybody else. They can see him. Yeah. Come on, man. Show yourself. Cameron. Come on, man. Jim and I want to see your game. Yeah. Do you even have game? We don't know. We don't know. I mean, anybody can doctor up some video, make them look good. Heck, I, I could dunk on a seven and a half foot hoop. Okay, six, six foot hoop. Yes. Yeah, six, okay, six, six, six foot hoop. Okay. okay. <laughs> what do you think your vertical is these days? Oh God, it used to be. Well, no, 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 no. I okay. don't care about your use. Okay. I don't know. I <laughs> take a guess. Probably twenty inches. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You lo- you know, I, I figured you'd it, probably, because you like to expound on things. At 92. Oh, I'm probably still 32, 33. No, no, no. I can't. Yeah. No. In college, I could dunk a tennis ball. Uh-huh. Okay. But. I could dunk a marble. <laughs> that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. With man, that, oh, man. Let's, uh, let's jump over tonight. Yeah. So we got the College World Series going on. Yeah, I'm going to sample a little of that. Yeah, last night disappointing. Oregon yeah. State just they throttled LSU. Pounded them. That was ugly. Pounded them. Uh, so got that. In fact, TCU up early today. Okay, yeah, because they're playing right now. They are, yep. And I was going to bring it up here and had it on Watch ESPN, and now i got to flip it back here on the studios. They're playing Texas A&M. It's always fun, you know, the team that Iowa lost to, Texas A&M, you get those connections and some uh-huh. of the guys that you saw yep. back in the in the regional round, but three nothing now. Uh, TCU with the lead in that one, in uh, the first elimination game of the day, uh, coming up then later tonight. More College World Series, but watch that Cubs Padres probably keep an eye on that. My yeah. Twins are back in action. Yeah, they're yeah they play tonight. Can they snap the losing streak? Red Sox Royals. That was a good one last yeah. night. Yeah, I'll probably sample Royals. Yeah, that's that's something you got to keep an eye on, but. The question for the Cubs tonight is, will Anthony Rizzo be with the team? Okay, let's get into this, because you and I, during the commercial break, we revisited the slide Mm -hmm. at home plate. Right. When we first saw it, you referenced the fact, oh, I don't know, that might be, and then when we looked at it again, the catcher was where he is supposed to be, out in front of the plate. In front of the plate. So yes. Austin Hedges, the catcher, it was a fly ball to center field. Right. Caught. For, former Cub, Serger, out there, mm-hmm. fires home. Yep. And gets Rizzo. Yes. He's out. The problem is, you know, plays over. He's out. Okay. He, yeah. He slammed into the catcher. Right. And after what happened to Buster Posey four or five years back, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball imposed a new rule to protect the catchers. 
Something that's probably overdue. Probably. Yeah, initially there were the hot take artists. Oh, look at this. Uh, It's not real baseball. You can't run into the catcher. Ask Ray Fossey when Pete Rose ended his career in an all-star game. Exactly. What a punk that Rose is (laughs) with that one, He was then. Uh, But it's going to come down as Major League Baseball today has told the Cubs that the collision did violate the rule from Major League Baseball. So because of that... Uh, still going to be determined if there is going to be a suspension, some kind of violation. That'll come down to Joe Torrey. So mm-hmm. it'll be Torrey that will make the decision here. Interesting. That's right. He's the guy in happen. charge of that now, isn't he? Yep. He is uh, the chief baseball officer is his official title. What a weird title that is. <laughs> what do you do? I'm the chief, chief baseball, baseball officer. officer. <laughs> How about this, though? Yeah. It's rule 7.13. Okay. I did not know this, and I, I would not have guessed this for a moment. No player has ever been suspended for violating this rule. Interesting. It was implemented in 2014. All right, so it's been in place now. This is its third year. 14, 15, 16, 17. 17, fourth year. Thank you. (laughs) I know, I know. Math is. My mom said there'd be no math. (laughs) She lied. Rizzo, should he be suspended? Let's just cut to the chase here, Jim. Should he be when suspended? I, when, I, when I first saw it, I didn't think so. But then when I saw it from the other angle, he did violate what that rule is. Now, the other point, the catcher looked like he was hurt there, but I think he stayed in the game. Mm-hmm. So if there's not an injury, oh, man, do you just suspend just because of violated the rule look we we talk about this all the time and i mean rules are rules you're supposed to enforce them if you're the umpire if you're the official whatever sport it is you're supposed to enforce it so if major league baseball says that he violated the rule wouldn't he have to be suspended for a game if they come out with a statement which they have and says you violated the rule. Maybe, though, it won't be a suspension. It will be a fine, a reprimand, oh, a, a slap fine. on the wrist. Because, again, this has never been anything that's led to a suspension. And because of that, no precedent. Absolutely. So that's kind of the, the back and forth that we're sitting in here. It didn't feel that egregious. It didn't feel that the aggressiveness that came in this one is something that le- should lead to a suspension, but I think with it and being one of your big teams, being the Cubs, mm-hmm. maybe this will lead some more credence if you do hand down a suspension. And people... You send a message, oh, you're telling me you send a message. Almost reminding everybody, hey, this rule is in place to protect catchers. Okay, I, I see where you're going. Put this in your back of your mind, and, and we're going to hand down a one-game suspension. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see Major League Baseball doing that. Yeah. But it it wasn't like Rizzo just. Can you play it for me one more time? Let me let me look at it one more time. Uh, or do you just have it in stills? Yeah, I think that's uh, okay. If it, if it, if it won't roll, just show me the still where he makes. Oh, here it is, right here. All right, I'm just going to take a look at it, and here's the line drive to center field. Scherzer makes the catch, and the throw is a very good throw, and he's out at the plate. Well, it wasn't a slide. 
It wasn't. No, I. That's the that's problem. that's the problem, right? That's what I wanted to see. He yep. didn't come in feet first. He came in shoulder heavy. Yep. Okay. I I wanted to make sure so I could see it again. I, I see you now where it definitely violates the rule. It does. So I suppose. I mean, wouldn't they have to make a ruling on it almost immediately today? I mean, they can't let it go for a couple of days and then say, oh, by the way, uh, two days ago when you ran into the catcher, uh, we're going to suspend you for a game. They can't do that. they got to make a ruling immediately, right? Well, by tomorrow at the very least. You know, this this has to be determined by Tory by tomorrow. They've figured out that it's violated. Here's the thing. The other part of it is very well they could hand out a suspension today, mm-hmm. but then he's going to appeal it. So you, you get into that kind of back and forth that can happen here too. I think there's going to be a suspension. MLB has come I, out and said I'm with that, you. Yep. that a rule was violated here. I think there's going to be a suspension, and for the first time ever with this rule, a player will be suspended. Will it hold up? We will see. We'll see. I'm, I'm sure that if he gets that, he will appeal. Mm-hmm. But as you showed it to me that last time, and, and I was looking to see if he did get his cleats down and tried to slide, and he did not. He just uh, he just shouldered him right into the chest. Got another baseball note here. Okay, for go you. for it. Uh, we were talking before the show today about uh, Cody Bellinger. Yes, it's just ridiculous. He's just killing the ball. For, uh, for those of you who don't know, he plays for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Trent and I are late night boys, yeah. so we stay up and watch West Coast ball. And when Cody Bellinger comes to the plate, yep, I'm he's one. Yeah, kind of like we've talked about Aaron Judge. He's yes. getting that kind of uh, precedent. Yes, Eric Thames earlier this year, he yes. was on the kind of role. Yeah, and right now it's Cody Bellinger. Uh, he's played 51 games of his career. Okay, has five multi home run games. Babe Ruth has the career record for multi-homer games. Jim Brinson? Uh-huh. Less than a minute left here. Yes. How many did Babe Ruth have in his career? 306. 72. Wow. Cody Bellinger already has five. Five. And this is his first year up. His first year. And he's got five. Five multi-homer games. Run games. That's crazy. And Ruth was 72, the all-time leader in that category. That's what you have. That's nuts. Well, coming up on the other side, Wolfgang's going to stop in. We'll let uh, Jimmy B hit to the golf course early today. I like it. You going to swing the clubs today? I think I might. Yeah. Yeah, I if I can slide out of here a little early. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice one. Get out, walk nine. Yeah. Yep, I can get that in. Well, you don't have to go anywhere. We got PTL talk coming up on the other side. Wolfgang's going to join us. Summer basketball and much more from the always interesting mind of our friend Wolfgang on Twitter at Wolfgang Hawkeye. That's next here. It's Jimmy B and TC. Big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Summer is here and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net 
This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900, save thousands not available in all states hey tracy heard you started your own business hey james yep started my own reese and irvy's frozen yogurt vending franchise it's the latest revolution in healthy frozen yogurt my robots wait your robots yep robots each one of my froyo robots delivers seven flavors of delicious and healthy frozen yogurt to customers within 60 seconds i have robots at high traffic locations like malls and theaters it was the easiest business decision i've ever made and this is a franchise absolutely reese and irvy's provided all the tools necessary to start access to premium product local technical support, franchise coaching. They secured me these amazing locations. Now my robots do all the work for me, allowing me more time for myself. And the robots do the work. Yep, they work so I don't have to. Each robot only takes two to three hours of maintenance a week, and part-time packages are available, which opens this opportunity up to everyone. How can I get my own robots? It's easy. Simply go to FroyoFranchising.com, enter promo code 2525, and submit your information. That's FroyoFranchising.com, promo code 2525. And now for something deliciously different from Wendy's. Wendy's Double Stack is still an option in the 4 for 4, with a quarter pound of fresh beef, four nuggets, fries, and a drink. That's a deal so good it should not exist, like how owls shouldn't be able to turn their heads all the way around. Who wouldn't like that deal? The four for four with your choice of a double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. A deal so great, it's impossibly good, but not for long. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four-piece chicken nuggets, small fries, and a drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. You'll remember the times you eat at Sam and Gabe's. Why, you ask? Because each meal is prepared and crafted with the finest ingredients by Sam and Gabe's experienced chefs. Well-known in central Iowa for steaks, handmade pasta dishes, specialty pizzas, and, of course, the incomparable steak de burgo join them in urbandale for dinner sunday brunch and live music or dine with them for lunch or dinner in the east village private event rooms are also available reserve your table at salmongabes.com you'll remember the times you eat at sam and gabes at the home depot we're pouring more into paint and right now we're giving more to pros as in gold status for the week june 19th through the 25th we're giving pros 20% off all pro-grade paints, stains, and primers from top brands like Bear and Kills. Savings like that you can take to the bank, literally. Unbelievable quality, unbeatable prices, and for a limited time, gold status for pros at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Must enter Pro Extra phone number at checkout for discount. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 
Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. Welcome back. It's time to talk with Wolfgang. It's here on 1700 KBGG, our twice-weekly conversations with Wolfgang on Twitter at Wolfgang Hawkeye. He's a Hawk fan. He likes the Cyclones. He likes everything in-state. He's just a good Iowa boy, just like me. Right, Wolfgang? That's right. This is not flyover country to me, okay? So all you people that uh, hate, if you're a Hawkeye fan and you hate the Cyclones, or if you're a Cyclone fan and you hate the Hawkeyes, no, no hate here, man. We're flyover country to all these national riders, and it pisses me off. Well, uh, the biggest news of the day, of course, is uh, Iowa citing a six foot three Spaniard in basketball, women's basketball. I, I was going to throw you for a loop. <laughs> Your thoughts on Paula Valino Ramos? Let me break down her game for you. Okay, okay. What do you got? What do you got? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. <laughs> that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Uh, I will say I love, I'm, I'm guessing you've met Lisa, Lisa Bluter. Yes, yes. What, I love her so much. I think she is such a good person, yeah. and I root for the women's basketball. I, 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 I love college women's basketball. Not love it. I don't love it. Let's, let's take a step back here. But I love it way more than the WNBA. But I, I love Lisa Bluter. I think she's got a program and she's done a great job here and I, I think we're lucky to have her no it's a great call i was just throwing him for a loop there but let's talk some hawkeye hoops let's talk about uh, speaking of that ptl we're going to talk about that today the prime time league over in- yes, i'm pumped trent i yeah. told you i am pumped about this so i mean i know this is summer but yes i am pumped about basketball so let's do it but did you see that they are no longer having the women's side of it the game time league is what it was called not happening this year did you see that are we are we going to continue to talk about women's college basketball? Welcome to June twentieth in Iowa. <laughs> I did not see that, and from what I understand, 
there's a possibility that the PTL will go bye-bye. Why? I don't get it. It's great. It's, it keeps the fans interested. Mm-hmm. It keeps the players, even though, I don't know if you've, you've ever been there, but there are actual people in the stands. So when yeah. the freshmen come in, they get a little taste of what it's going to be like. The popcorn ain't popping. You know, um, the lights aren't bright. But it's, it's good to see how the freshmen and everybody reacts to that because when they play pickup games, it's a joke. If you've ever seen the, you know, whether, wherever they are, it's, it's a joke when they play. They don't play any defense. At least they have to pretend to play defense in the BTL, Trent. <laughs> okay. Okay. And you asked if I've ever been there. Not only have I been there, Wolfgang, I did a show from there. How about that? Love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, but you're a freak. You're I am. Freak. I, am. I, I love hoops. I love college basketball and all kinds of uh, varieties here. And, uh, well, with one game in the books, Sunday night, all of a sudden, it's time to start the hype train. Luca Garza, <laughs> Jack Nungy, these guys are on their way to being Hawkeye all-timers. Put their numbers up on the wall, right? Garza, I will say I saw nothing from him that I didn't expect. What I saw in clips in uh, YouTube stuff during the season, and I told you I like him because he looks confident, he plays confident, he uses his body well and positions well. He can hit the three the three pointer. He was two for two, Trent. So when you got a six eleven guy, a center, and I'm hoping that he can bring a defensive presence to the Hawkeyes this year because they need to. And we can get we can get into that in terms of what we need to see from the Hawkeyes. And, if they're going to reach their max, reach uh, the ceiling. But he's confident. He has good hands. He's a good shooter. Uh, I think he made uh, three out of four uh, free throws, two out of two three-pointers, uses his body well, and plays hard and looks confident. But I will say, I was not wrong. That guy cannot jump a lick. Dude, I am telling you, man, it would be a contest, he and Woody. I don't know. We, we should do that. And, and proceeds, give it to charity or something. A jumping contest, a vertical league contest between Garza and Woody. Who wins? Go. Garza's got him. Garza's got him. There's no doubt in my mind. Or does he just have the wingspan? Well, they both got wingspan. They both have that. He, he definitely dunks easier. Yeah. Definitely dunks easier. Is it just because of the wingspan? And, and uh, obviously, we always made fun of Woody. I loved Woody. Freaking loved the, mm-hmm. the guy. I loved his game. But his arms, his wingspan was not going to try. Well, one thing is we're talking about these offensive guys coming in and, and lighting it up, and you got Garza you know, running pick and roll, and, and how much fun that has a possibility to be. And you think of him out front, his ability not just to, to drive, but uh, are on the roll there, but also yeah. he, can, he can set the pick and then fade. You know, pick and fade, and he's knocking down threes. How about the play that you also had in on Sunday night out of – our man Creener, this team. Oh yes, Creener. Okay, has... yeah, go on Creener. I want your opinion on him. Well, because they... I told you, I love that guy. Go I ahead. Do too. I'm I'm right, I'm, no, no, I'm right there with you. I I love him too. I think Creener should have sought more minutes last year. I was surprised. I I really was when he came in that first time against Purdue. He was incredibly effective. He was better than I could have anticipated at that point in time. But he came in and, and for the most part. He was productive, and not just in terms of scoring, but also rebounding. That's something that you've talked about before, Wolfgang. But we get back now to the problem. How do you find minutes for all these guys? 
not playing during the PTL. We are not going to see anything out of Cordell Pemsel. He's not even going to be ready to go. We haven't talked about Ahmad Wagner. We haven't talked about Dominic Ewell, Nicholas Baer. These guys, Tyler Cook, these are all forwards that we're hitting on here that we haven't talked about. How do you find minutes? And of this group, how many guys can you play together if you have two guards in the backcourt? Who works out to play the small forward position? Who's a three? Not, Not offensively, but more so defensively. Who has that requisite foot speed or is this a year where you decide to lock in? You, you tell Fran McCaffrey, you know what you need to do, Fran? Make a flight out to North New York. Get up to Syracuse, and you sit down, and you talk to Jim Beheim about how he does things with his own defense. And you know what Beheim does year after year? What's that makes that 2-3, the matchup zone, so effective is he has length. Well, this team has length. They got a lot of length. They got a lot of height. And you play that 2-3 with the guy like a Jack Dungey on the outside, like Nicholas Bear, on and on and on with the depth, the height they have. I, I read an article from the Gazette yesterday. All of a sudden, Macy Daly, six foot eight. You got length <laughs> on this team. This team has length to them. Figure out a defensive system that can work with the limitations that you have. That's the phone call right there. Go see Beheim. Did we not just talk about Daly last week? Mm-hmm. Literally. Looking for something. If you're a Hawkeye fan, what do you want to see? You want to see like a surprise, right? Right. Who would be that surprise that we brought him up? And he, yeah, he grew an inch. I think um, Rob Howe's article. I think he said that. So he's up to uh, he is it six seven or six eight? He grew an inch anyway. But um, yeah. he's smooth. I liked his high school tape. I did. I'm no offense, and I hate to say this. I'm giving up on Christian Williams. Uh-huh. I'm kind of done with him. He had nine points, okay? Nine points. That's nine more points than I had. If you have nine points for a season and you're averaging nine points, that's great. Let me tell you what nine points is in, and you followed the PTL League. Nine points in the PTL League is basically you didn't score. Think about that, Trent. You did not basically score. You got BS points. You got, like, they're playing against some seniors in high school or some guys that didn't don't even deserve to be on the court, okay? He got nine points. I'm ready to give up on him and give Daly a shot. If you saw some of the clips from Daly, he's smooth. He hit, let me look real quick, I think five out of six three-pointers, Trent. Let me look. Um, five out of six three-pointers. Five out of six. I understand this is, you know, this isn't real time. This isn't, you know, when, when you want to be hitting those three-pointers. But he hit five out of six. And he looked smooth. And he had an NBA-type move. I don't know if you saw this clip. Like a little turnaround fadeaway. I'm like, okay, we might have something here. What's your opinion? Daily, Christian Williams. Because there has to be a backup point guard, Trent. There, there has is. to be. That's huge. And then we can get into the forwards and all that crap. But there has one of these guys has to step up. Daly got 23 points or 24 or something like that. Five of six three-pointers. Christian Williams, nine points. That's nothing. That's zero. That's zip. That's nada. You got to suck it up, Christian, and you got to start feeling yourself, or you're going to get passed up. Question number one Can Macy Daly at this point be a Big Ten point guard? I don't think so. I don't think he has the requisite ball handling. I don't think he can run a team at that level at this point in time. Secondly, Christian Williams, a Wolfgang, you get all upset when all people talk about his offense. Here you are, just talking about offense. 
Christian Williams without his defense, they don't beat Indiana last year, Carver. They don't win that game without Christian Williams and what he did on the defensive end of the floor. Is Christian Williams a great point guard? No, he's not. Is he a guy that's going to score at a high level? You. you love this no, guy. You no, and John I Miller, don't. man, I, you just are, I mean, suckers for this I, guy. What, what I, am I missing? You're missing defense. You're missing a guy oh, tell me that can defense. defend. Stop it. Christian Williams can't defend? I'm not saying, I don't think anybody on the damn team can defend. And we can get to that. But I don't think anybody can defend. You, you think because of his wingspan, guys can't get around him, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I think because he's Go a ahead. good defender. He's proven to be a good defender over the last three years. Offensively, yeah, he's got big-time issues. There is no doubt about that. But you need a lockdown defender. Who's a lockdown defender on that on the team? Out of <laughs> is it? I mean, go through, go through the guards. Lockdown that, defender, stop yourself right, right now, with, right? With but Sam McCaffrey teams, lockdown defender. Are you kidding me with this, Trent? If this team is going to get to the level where they're in the top four or five of the Big Ten, where they're competing for a top four or five seed in the NCAA tournament, to get to that point, they have to be much better defensively. Not not last year, but the year before. They were 30th nationally in adjusted defense over at Ken Palm. 2015, they were 33rd. Two successful years where they made it to the round of 32. Last year, a huge step back. We saw the step back that they took. They were 122nd in defensive (laughs) adjusted over at Ken Palm. That has to improve. And one of the few guys that you can look at and say is a good defender is Christian Williams. That's why I'm hopeful. I know offensively he's got... A lot of issues. I get that. But defensively, and they need somebody defensively that can lock up a good guard. He's the only guy that I look at of that roster right now that I feel confident with. Man, you you lock up. I mean, you are using words. You understand words have meaning. A I do. lock up. I do. I mean, come on. Okay, so you like his defense. He's not a lock. I mean, let's get real here, Trent. Please. He's a lockdown defender. What am I missing? I, I watched every single game. And probably twice. What am I missing? And I respect you big time. And I respect that you are actually the only radio guy that is bringing up defense because that's what I would need to. They need to be better on defense. They need to be better on blocking out, and they need a backup point guard. Are those the three talking points? If we're going into the season, I'm so pumped. You can tell this is summer, and I am so pumped talking about Iowa basketball. This is ridiculous. But is that are those the three talking points we should say? And then playing time, obviously. Yes, and that's that's a huge one right there. Is the playing time component? I I don't think he is a lockdown defender. That's not what I said. What I said is that he's the only guy on the roster that you look in the backcourt that at least has a chance to be that. Gotcha. He's proven yep, to be a good defender. That's something sure. that you can't say about Bohannon. That's something you can't say about Isaiah Moss. And Isaiah Moss might be a guy that you can look at and turn into it, but how many times did he get lost on defense last year? Uh, you're yeah. going to need both hands, both feet, and a couple other digits to to get to the number that he was at. Brady Ellingson, no. So that's oh, no what way. I'm getting at more than anything. Macy Daly, we just don't know. Who of this group can play defense and at least has proven it? That one guy is Christian Williams, and that's why I'm not ready to throw him out. Okay. I like it. You're not ready to throw him out. I am rooting for, I don't see it in him. And if, if you're seeing something in defense, I respect your opinion enough to say that. Um, if he's going to bring defense to the table, that is good. Um, because Bohannon, when he misses the three now, Trent, we go, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, what was he, seven of, uh, let me look here. PTL, 
Bohannon, 8 of 15 three-pointers. I mean, when he misses a three-pointer now, if he doesn't go over 50% three-point shooting, we're like, God, man, he had a bad game. And that was last year as a freshman. What's he going to do now, now that he has more confidence? Now that he is, now you can say people will, you know, look at his tape and see how he does this stuff. But he has a quick shot. He gets, he has a quick release. He gets it off. The guy, I love him, and I'm glad you were wrong on him, Trent <laughs> I am too. I am too. Here, here's this. Per 100 possessions, you know, that's a good way to measure guys yep. that play different minutes. Uh, there was two guys on Iowa last year that averaged over three steals per game. One, no surprise, Nicholas Bear, 3.3 steals per 100 possessions. Also at 3.3, Christian Williams. Pretty good, right? We'll see. I'm going to watch him more now that you say that. I don't consider him I – mean, I, I think you're exaggerating how good he is on defense. I will say that. Are you exaggerating compared to our other point guards? No, you're not. You're not exaggerating that. Um, so I will watch him more on defense. I'm going to head out there and watch daily. I'm going to watch him because I want to see if he can surpass Christian Williams because we need a backup point guard point guard like no other. So can he do it? He's much smoother. He's, I mean, he's got, like I just said, five out of six three-pointers. He had an NBA-type fadeaway that was just pimp. It was awesome. And um, so we'll see. The guard play is, is what is going to have to happen, Trent, as you know, because we got forwards, and let's go to the front court. Okay, is this easy to coach the front court, or is this your nightmare. Oh, you have so I mean, many you have so many guys, Trent, right yeah. now that deserve minutes. If I were let's let's throw this out there. And I've been a creener guy because I heard he led the practices in rebounding. And I love his shooting. I love his touch. I love his hands. I love how hard he runs back. If I were his dad, I hate to say this, Trent, I would say time to move on. Hmm. What's the name of the game? You want to play, right? Yes. I mean, I've never understood why that's selfish. So he just wants to sit on the damn bench his entire career? Right. Give me a break. No. You want to play, right? You want to play, and he's good. He is actually a good player. Is he better than the other guys? I don't know. I do not know because we haven't had a huge sample size. What's your opinion on that? You want to play, right? You do want to play. Uh, I do know that it is a family that grew up big Hawkeye fans. Playing for Iowa is very important, and he showed strides. You know, he he came on in a big, big way last year, and made a lot of improvements. And because who's he of that, surpassing, Trent? Who's he surpassing? Don who, Ewell, who is... Ahmad Wagner. Start to oh, let me go. Let me go, Dom Ewell, real quick. Because I am a Dom Ewell. I think Dom Ewell. I'm not. So I've given up on Christian Williams. I have not given up on Dom Ewell. Did you see some of that footage of him handling the ball out front? So he gets a rebound, takes it down court, boom, 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 fast court, fast break. I I am not ready to give up on Dom Ewell. Like, probably I'm more high on him than you are. Am I wrong? No, I don't think so. I've always been a Dom fan, and I, I think he lost confidence, and when that confidence went away, he was never able to regain it. Can he do that now? The only senior on the team. We'll see. Uh, a very important season for him also to see if he can get that back. Remember, you go back two years ago when I was ranked in the top five nationally there in December. 
a big oh reason gosh, for that, you know, you people that? people love talking about Jared Utoff and what they were doing and Gasell and Woodbury and all these things. Dob Yule was a huge piece of that. He was shooting like 60% from three. He was dominating games for stretches, putting up big numbers, using that shooting athleticism. Shooting it from his groin. Shooting it from, shooting it from his groin. Absolutely. I don't care. Just yeah. make it, right? It was Chris? going in, though. It was going in. And then he had a stretch last year. He didn't score in over a month. He did not score a bucket in a game in over a month. How does that happen? Confidence. And without confidence, Dom Ewell is not a very good player. Cordell Pemsel, where do we go here? That This injury that he had, how does he bounce back? There, because, is this guy the biggest bad arse in the history of the world? And I love the guy. So he broke his femur, right? Yeah. In high school. Broke his femur, which I hear is the worst pain in the history of the world. I've heard that from a comedian. I don't know if it's true or not. One of my favorite comedians, I can't even remember his name, but love this comedian, and he talked about the biggest pain that you will ever feel, and breaking your femur is one of those. Now, he what did he do? He tore? I didn't even know you had two groins. He, he tore both groins. He, this, this guy is such a stud, he has two groins, Trent. Well, you you have one on each side. <laughs> you understand this, right? Groin no, does no. not mean. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Your penis. You you understand <laughs> this, right? You said penis. I, I said did penis say penis, and I'm, I'm saying penis again. You understand that's not what the groin is, correct? Bleep, bleep. No, oh, no, we, we can say that. It's a medical term. It, it is a body part. All right, we're back. Uh, we had to take a, a quick break there. <laughs> I love it. Can I ask you a question real quick? Yes. Maybe. Buying stock in the basketball program. Let's get serious here. This program, the next five years, is going to be freaking unbelievable. You're talking Garza. You're talking Nunge. You're talking Weisenkamp. You're talking Pemsel. You're talking Cook. I mean, are you serious? Just crazy talent. You're talking the McCaffreys. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, what's his, um, not Connor, but uh, what's his name? I'm sorry. Patrick. Patrick, Patrick. Um, 39. We're in the 39 in the nation. And then you're going to have Connor. We are setting up, if you are a Hawkeye fan, for the elite of the elite times going on here. Do you disagree? Now, you've got a guy named, um, and you're a big high school guy, high school, Xavier something or other out east. Can you tell me about him? He's a power forward. He's a freshman. Xavier we have Foster. a shot at him. Xavier Foster uh, called one of his games this winter, and okay. he came off the bench for Oskaloosa. Oskaloosa, the conference that they're in uh, at the 3A level, is incredibly good. Tons of good talent there. You got Pella. You got Pella Christian. You got a, a lot of good schools down in that conference. He didn't okay. start for his team. I'll tell you, that, that Oskaloosa team, Xavier Foster, you can see the skills there. He's already... Six foot ten, incredibly skilled, can step out, can shoot it. You know, he can do everything that you'd see. I didn't just get to see a ton of them, but you can see at least, you know, the structure there. Does Iowa have a chance? I've heard absolutely. They have an incredibly good chance. He's also a guy that more than likely is going to have some of the big boys that are going to come calling. I mean, a guy that's already a freshman that has offers from Iowa, Iowa State, Creighton at this point in time, you got to figure that down the line some of the, the big get, boys are going to come calling. And Trey, guess who's sniffing? North Carolina. Yeah, get, get Roy Roy. I'm so sick of that freaking jerk. And I know you probably don't like Trump. Let's build a let's build a freaking wall around this state. Keep that sucker here. Keep that guy here because I hear he is going to be a pimp. 
basically a stud. And if North Carolina is already sniffing as a freshman and they want him, how old is Roy? Roy isn't going to be around forever. I mean, how how many times can you, uh, you know, fake grades and all that stuff? I mean, isn't that going to happen? With Patino, it happens, right? For crying out loud, Trent. Been doing it for 40 years. And Roy Boy is, he's still only 66. Good God. Just so he'll be already. seventy. He'll be seventy when Xavier, whatever his name is, Xavier is Foster. Stud. Okay, and then the North point guard. Okay, I want your opinion on him, Tyreek Lacour. He has what? a little bit too much swagger for me. I think he needs to drop his swagger down enough. He is so much fun to watch. He's awesome. I can't believe how much fun he is to watch. He has swagger, and Iowa needs swagger. So this North point guard stud. Dial it down a notch and start playing defense. Don't be too cool for school. Do you agree? Uh, I like his swagger. I think that is kind of it's a part of much, what he Grant. is. No, be a guy that's five foot eight. You got to have a little something. You got to have a no, little no, it, edge to be. I got to tell you. I got to tell you, uh, Mister, um, not John Miller, but uh, Rob Howe said he's five ten and was looking at my die. Okay, well, and he every dunks. time I saw he him. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. What I saw him play, though, he was five eight, and certainly he could have grown since this winter. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But yeah, I. But that is a part of it. When you're a little guy, when you're a small guy, and you play that way, you have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. I don't want him to ever lose that that edge. Now, does he need to be more cognizant of time, of situation, about what he's doing? Maybe riding a rep, those kind of things. I will agree with you there. That does need to be dialed back, and I think maturity is a big part of that, and he would admit that. I've talked to Coach Ryan over there. He'd say the same kind of thing. I've seen games, too, in fact, where Tyreek has gotten technical fouls for jawing with officials. So that is something, yes, that needs to you be can, dialed back. You can, yeah, you can take that back, right, Trent? It, yes, but I don't want to see a kid that loses that edge, that chip on the shoulder. Yeah. That's a big part to me of makes him what he is as a basketball player. Uh, another kid that's in that class from that same Oskaloosa team we we're talking about was Xavier Foster's Cole Henry. He's six foot eight, And I'll tell you, people rave about Xavier Foster and all these things. When I saw Oskaloosa both times, Cole Henry was a kid that jumped off the page. Six foot eight. He, he looks like a kid that'll end up at UNI. And then Hawkeye fans and Cyclone fans will say, how do we <laughs> let this guy go to UNI? Cole Henry is incredibly good, too. The state of Iowa in general, Wolfgang, when we were growing up and we were going to the high school back in the 90s, we didn't have this kind of depth of talent across our state, did we? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to think. Oh, we had Adam Spanish. Yeah. You know, we, You're saying depth. <laughs> depth, yeah. Um, Not just, there, there were a couple of guys and those kind of things, but we're every single year now we're talking about four, five, six guys that are D1 kids. I look at Quentin Curry, who played at West Des Moines Valley. And Quentin Curry's going to play D2 basketball. That kid, if he would have played back in the 90s, he would have been all Mr. Basketball. He would have dominated everything. <laughs> and, and that's a guy that's just going to play D2 hoops. And I think without the knee injury, he would have been a D1 kid. But regardless, there's so much talent around the state now. That's good news for Iowa, certainly, and, and good news for the programs around here and maybe a rebuilding Drake on top of it. Yes, and that's why I go the, the, the Trump angle, whether you hate him or love him or love him or hate him or, or indifferent. Build a damn wall around this state and keep, as a Hawkeye fan, if they're not going to go to the Hawkeyes, I'd rather them go to the Iowa State 
instead of Kansas or freaking North Carolina or whatever, Duke. Who cares? Build a damn wall around the state. Keep your talent in because it's been proven that you can win a national championship or almost win a national championship, Trent, if you keep in-state talent here. Think about that. The Corvers, all the guys that Collison, all the guys that Kansas got, with Marcus Page, with, you know, all these guys. Just keep your guys in state. And it pisses me off to no end, and I'm guessing you disagree with me. John Miller disagrees with me. Yes, I'm not saying you're a slave. You have to stay here. I'm saying you have teachers and parents and that looked after you forever. Why don't you stay here and give us some joy? You know what I mean? People looked after you forever. That's what I'm saying, Trent. You, you disagree. I, I know you disagree. I get pissed when guys leave. I'm sorry. Stay. Stay in the state that helped make you who you were and who you are. That's what I say. Come on. What do you say to that, Trent? Yeah, I say, uh, yeah, it is not a slave system. Kids can go wherever they want, whatever yes. works out best for them. Free country. It is. It is. So I have I have trouble saying that a kid has to stay in state and, and give back. He's given back, and it's his choice. And he makes a choice that makes sense for him. That's where I go with that. Hate you. I know you don't like it. You don't like it one bit. That's all right. That's all right. Hey, Wolfgang, uh, we got a couple minutes left here before we got to roll on out. Uh, NBA draft locally, Peter Jock, Monte Morris. Uh, you said you were going to bring up the – you, like, um, we kept this fresh, so you're going to bring up something oh, to me that I have not looked at. So yes. I may look stupid here. So let's do it. So I was uh, scrolling through Twitter yesterday, and I see Chad Ford of ESPN came out with his latest two-round mock draft. In it, he's got Monte Morris going, where do you guess? The second round, what pick? Monte Morris, yeah, I would say second round, definitely. Um, What pick? I don't know. Uh, 41. 41, okay. 41 to Um, start. Where do you think he has Peter Jock going? So I assume, because we're bringing this up, because it's ridiculous that Peter Jock would be drafted. It's ridiculous. You would be correct. And I love, I love Peter Jock. So he if you're telling me he's... Okay, I thought you were going there. No. Nope, that's, nope. that's ridiculous. Okay, so what were you asking me? Well, there is a third Iowan that is uh, in this list that he has going to Boston with the 53rd pick. Any guess of who it is? It's an Iowa Stater. They have some sort of connection there. What am I missing? Who am I missing? It's not an Iowa State player. You got to be kidding me. What's going on? It's not Bill Jones. (laughs) Who is it? Jeremy Morgan. You got to be kidding me. No, that's. Nope. Sorry. No? No, and I've got actually a connection. A family friend is a friend of his dad, and that's, that's not right. Why is that? Why is that? Jeremy Morgan, 6'6". No, No. he's not an NBA player. Developed a jump shot, best defender that's come through you and I in a long, long time. Can guard a multitude of positions. A D and 3 guy at the next level? No? No, and I'm going to catch hell from this because of the family crap. So, yeah, she was friends with with, uh, his dad, and no. Sorry, didn't see it. 
you watched a lot more of that. So if you say he's an NBA player, I will go ahead and maybe consider it. He's not a freaking NBA player. Trent, stop it. Do you watch him he's against not. Texas A&M in the NCAA tournament? <laughs> Pretty good. God, stop it. Pretty good. Stop it. You, I love you going fanboy. I love it. You don't go fanboy very often. I was, this is Trey Conant being fanboy. No, I was as surprised as you were when I saw it. But how good of a defender is that? So how are we disagreeing? How are we disagreeing? You we're, you we're, were so surprised. It's yeah. ridiculous. He I is not an NBA player. I, not an NBA You player. hadn't even thought of it. Think of what you just said there. But if Chad Ford has this, I mean, we're not talking about some random guy that was the, the seventh guy at Duke. He's got to be hearing something right to put him in his mock draft. He's got to be hearing from some teams, you know what, we look at this guy, and what do they do in the second round? The draft and stash. You draft a guy, you put him on your D-League for a year. You draft a guy, do you place him on a place you want him to go over in Europe for a year or two? We see that happen a lot. You're saying that that couldn't be the case for Jeremy Morgan? The more I think of it, the more it makes sense because he is a top-level defender. He improved as a shooter. He can absolutely get to the rim. He can do a Over. lot of different things for you. I can see it. I can see it now. You say no chance, though. You're you're a damn homer, okay? And I know you don't love the NBA. You don't like the NBA. You watch it during the playoffs. You don't watch it during the regular season. He's not an NBA player. He's not. I'm sorry. He's just not. I hate to say it, and I would love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. I would. I can't tell you how badly I want to be wrong on this. He's not an NBA player. Just like Jock isn't, I unfortunately. Am, I am sending you highlights from last year's NCAA tournament game. You watch that, and uh, you get back to me, okay, on Jeremy Morgan. <laughs> I'm sending you highlights from the game against Texas A&M last year. That might change your opinion a little bit. I'll put it that way, okay? Hey, I'm not happy with my opinion right now. I'm not happy saying Jock isn't an NBA player. I'm not happy saying Morgan, who is a family friend, not me, but with my family. I'm not happy saying that. I hate saying that. But what do you have to do, Trent, with your job? You have to be honest. Yes. What do I have to do when I come on? I want to try to be honest and, you know, have fun and do all that stuff. But I'm being honest. No. No freaking way, Trent. No freaking way for Jeremy Morgan. That is the parting shot <laughs> from one Wolfgang. I hate Hawkeye. myself. I hate myself right now. <laughs> All right, goofball. We're out of time. You want to uh, let's reconvene on Friday, and we're going to get. We'll have another game from Thursday night. A group of games from the PTL. We'll have an opportunity then. Pen to paper. We're figuring out how Fran McCaffrey is going to divvy up those minutes. Okay. Let's do it because I can't wait. Because I'm so pumped about basketball. The next five years in Iowa basketball is going to be incredible. And so yeah, we can talk about that again. Let's do it again. Seriously. We'll do it Friday, Wolfgang. Be good, my man. Thanks, brother. See you, Trent. Bye-bye. That's Wolfgang. You can find him on Twitter at Wolfgang Hawkeye. Always fun stuff with him here on a Tuesday. That does it for the show today. We are out of time. We'll be back with you, though, coming up tomorrow at noon. A busy show on a Wednesday. If you missed any portion of the show from today, you can always find it over on the podcast page at 1700kbgg.com. Alex Halstead, we talked some Cyclones with him. Al Yellen. A little bit on the Cubs, Adam Kramer, college football, and, of course, our talk right there with Wolfgang. All over on the podcast page, 1700kbgg.com, or you can just search Jimmy B and TC. 
and it should pop right up. That'll do it for today. Have a good afternoon, everybody. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at noon.